0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Trust and Believe. I'm your host, Sean T. And you know how I talk about you are the average of the five closest people to you. I'm going to leave this with a question. Another question, I should say. Is your circle of friends the people you want to be around? Is your circle the people who lift you up and inspire you? And if you're an entrepreneur, are you surrounding yourself with people that want to take you to the next level of who you are? If you are today is for you. Now, listen, I am interviewing Travis Chapel. He is an incredible entrepreneur coach, and he is here to take you to the next level of how you can provide greatness within your circle. So get ready to trust and believe.
1: Somebody say, oh, yeah.
0: No, no, no. What's up? you better than Oprah. Come on, y'all. This is Sean T, and it's time to trust and believe.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Gigi Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello. Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at
0: BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What's up, everybody? Shanti here, as you know, and I'm here with my friend... Travis Chapel, who is the host of the podcast, Build Your Network. So Travis, welcome again. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah. So I have a, a few questions from my, what we call my safe spacers, okay. and you can answer as short or as fast as you want. You all make sure you have your pen and your paper and take notes, and then what I'm gonna do is upload a post so you guys can have a conversation about the information that Travis provides. Are you ready?
2: Let's do it, man, let's all do right. it.
0: All right, so here we go. Um, Lori Nudie says, I struggle with trust and believe in yourself. When you have failed over and over again, how are you supposed to trust and believe that you can do it? And then she said, this is exactly what I struggle with and how I feel. I'm my own worst enemy and I always self-sabotage and I want to believe in myself, but I don't know how to break the cycle. Hmm. What are just some tips that you could provide to break the cycle?
2: Yeah. Great question. Uh, who, what was the name again? Lori. Lori. Yeah. Lori. Great question. Um, I always say start with the small things so let me explain what I mean by that you are currently in a cycle of self-sabotage because your reputation with yourself is is tarnished you don't believe that you have the ability to deliver for yourself and so where I start with those kinds of things is just starting with really like micro goals because the problem here, like the symptom is that you have, have self-sabotage. The disease is your lack of self-confidence, the lack of belief that you have in your ability to make something come to fruition after it's been in your brain. So what, what I recommend doing is trying to learn to build a good reputation with yourself and whatever that means for you. So um, the bottom line is whatever you're going to – like whatever you say – you have to do it, whatever, whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. But don't start with giant things, right? Like so, um, you and I talked a little bit about a morning routine in, in our podcast together, and uh, people will go from waking up at nine a.m. and filling their face with a bunch of bad carbs and uh, taking a quick uh, cat nap after being awake for forty-five minutes and watching TV, and then getting their day started at noon and get to work by two. Like those, they'll go from that into. All right, tomorrow I'm just I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. and I'm going to do 20 minutes of meditating, and then I'm going to do 30 minutes of reading, and then I'm going to do a workout, and then I'm going to go and like it's just too much, right. like it's 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 overload. Mm-hmm. And what happens is you start building that negative reputation with yourself because you told yourself that you were going to change your morning routine, and then day four you stopped, and so day four you're like I'm a piece of shit, and you start that negative self-talk because you truly believe that about yourself because you didn't do the thing that you set out to do. The thing that you set out to do was so like. Magnanimously above what you're like currently capable of, that like you like you were doing from the beginning,
0: right? And so, that, you, so yeah, go ahead. Go, no, no, yeah, no. So, I was oh. just going to emphasize because a lot of the people in a safe space I've met before, and so Lori, I'll say, you know, she sent me a message the other day and was like, she sent me a message a week ago and was like, oh, I'm doing Transform 20, like I'm going to commit this time. And then she sent me a message a couple of days ago and was like, oh, I went back to hip hop abs because. You know it you know for for all of these reasons hmm. and or excuses hmm. and so but also Lori is a person that I think she she likes getting the answer hmm. you know but not really delivering on the deliverable yeah. and I also believe that she knows the step-by-step process she knows the smaller steps but for some reason there's a blockage in following through hmm. um, there's definitely self-sabotage there's definitely the negative self-talk but And I also believe that, you know, the follow through is just really important for people. I talk about an exercise a lot. And so not just for Lori, but for other people, like, what do you say to people who are like, what is the thing that you think is blocking people from following through?
2: Yeah, I I just come back to setting up through little, little small things that I can do every day that I know. So something that might be helpful practically is grab a calendar, like an actual physical calendar Mm -hmm. that you have to buy for like 12, 15 bucks, put it up in your house. And this comes from Jerry Seinfeld. He did this. Um, He, he was right. Yes, exactly. Um, You know, success leaves clues, man. Like anybody that's done really well, you can go back and look at patterns, right? That they Mm -hmm. use in their lives. And Jerry Seinfeld, what he would do is he would write at least one joke a day and he would start putting an X on the calendar if he wrote a joke that day. What happens is you start getting so many X's in a row that you don't want to keep that. Like it's a mental block. You don't want to stop that streak. You don't want to have a day skipped where there's no X on the calendar. So what happens is no matter what you you're going to go push yourself to do that thing because. Like you want to make sure that that streak keeps going. Mm-hmm. So I say do that, but start with something small. Like if you're going to, if you're going to try to work out, you're going to, you know, effectively change your morning routine. I would start with something small, go with like, you know what, for the next seven days, I'm going to get up at six o'clock AM. That's it. Like get up at six. That's the only goal. What happens after I get up at six, I'll deal with it then. Like I'll, I'll I have a couple of things I'm going to try to do, like mm-hmm. this workout or maybe some bulletproof coffee or I'm going to fast, whatever. But you gotta start with something small. And then what happens is, like, people appear to be hyper disciplined. So, like, somebody like you or somebody um, like, uh, like Jerry Seinfeld or some of these other people might appear to be hyper disciplined. But it really, what it comes down to is we all have the same level of discipline. It's just that some people have learned how to discipline that level of discipline in order to stack habits on each other. Right, right. And so they, they, they discipline, like, you know, when I wake up, it's gonna be at 6 o'clock AM. And if all I do tomorrow, is wake up at six o'clock a.m. Like that is an X on the on the calendar and it's something that gives me positive direction. So then after doing that seven days and then 14 days and that turns into a, a somewhat of a streak on there, you start to build that inner reputation with yourself where you say, you know what, I'm the kind of person, you're building that self-identity where it's like, I'm the kind of person that when I say something, I'll do it. And what I've noticed in myself since I started doing a lot of that stuff is that I don't say things as often as i used to say things right oh, like before yeah. i was always like oh yeah i'm gonna do this and then i'm gonna do this and then i'm gonna wake up and i'm gonna do this and then oh, i started trying to build this reputation with myself and make sure that my, my the, the things that i would say to myself were really positive and i noticed that i would start just like not promising as many things which allows me to have a just an impeccable reputation with myself so that when i say like this is something that i'm going to do There's no if ands, or buts about it. I know, based on my past, that it's something that I've done. And so, if I'm going to promise to myself that I'm going to do it, it's going to happen. Like, There's nothing about it. I I hope that kind of... No, it does.
0: Amazingly, I was thinking of a uh, story... Not a story, but a friend of mine who's also my agent. uh, His name is Lowell. And I remember him one time telling me, Oh, you know, I'm going to work out. I'm going to do this, but we need a new calendar. Uh, We need to put a new calendar in our house because... He and his wife have two kids, and they, you know, and the calendar was really big for him. And so mm-hmm. now, just hearing you say that, I was like, oh wow, that's really great. And he's a person; he's in the corporate world, and he works, uh, I don't know how many hours, and he travels a lot. And one of the things that he's really passionate about, which is why I think he loves me as a client, one of the reasons, because he he loves working out, and mm-hmm. you know, I'm in fitness, yeah. and so. I think I provide like a sense of motivation for him, mm-hmm. and he did do insanity, which I think is really cool because it's how we connected. But the calendar thing, I think is really it's it's really amazing. I was just relating it. So if you're out there and you all know, in every workout we've done, we I mean we just released Transform Twenty, and there's a calendar, and on this particular calendar, you have three Transformers throughout the entire program. Hmm. And what the Transformers represent is you literally pushing yourself. So each week you get the same Transformers, every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you get the same Transformers to see how, how hard you push yourself. Yeah. So it's like, it's like enhancing that X that you put across. It's like three times a day in this 20 minutes you are pushing yourself to the next level. So I say to Lori out there, it's not that, um, it's not that Transform 20 is harder than you know size or hip-hop abs or rock and body or whatever other program you're doing it's just that you're being harder on yourself and you need to believe that you can do it we provide so many different levels of exercise so my challenge to you even though i said to her i was like hey i'm gonna love you whatever, like do whatever you're gonna do to make you ha- make you happy mm-hmm. but self sabotage is definitely something that is not going to break the cycle so uh which takes me to another question nancy gross uh, talks about stress and so she says what do you use as a coping tool to deal with life stresses, kids jobs, the spouse pulling you all in different directions you're, you're smiling right now, you're like I'm about to have a kid yeah. so i was gonna say, I, I was going to say I might be able to answer that better he's going to come to me when he actually has the kid <laughs> yeah. but I, I know yeah. that Travis has a really great answer for this so
2: yeah, uh, for me I love comedy um, but it's so difficult to say just one thing because I think for everybody, it's just a com- like totally different answer. Um, whenever I'm feeling super stressed, I like to sit down and not focus on anything except for things that are funny. I don't know why. It just wow. puts me in a positive mood and I like to laugh a lot. And uh, so if I, if I sit down and watch some comedy and then spend some time with myself, which for me is I like to just smoke a good cigar a glass of whiskey and just sit there on my porch. My dogs are running around and just think. Um, and wow. uh, and I know that there's a little bit of of uh, science stuff happening there with the nicotine from the cigar and and a little bit of a buzz coming on from the whiskey and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it allows me to. It it just gives me a really good safe space. So that's going to be different for anybody. But I would say that find something that some, find something that you enjoy doing and then find a way that you can get by yourself. I understand like kids and, and spouses and friends, and there's so much noise that happens, but that's the whole point is like, I think a lot of that stress comes from all of that, all, all of those things. So if you don't find time to get away by yourself and, and that could be meditating in the morning, you yeah. know, like that, that, like going back to the X on the calendar thing, maybe that's the thing that you do every day. Like no matter what as soon as I get up, I'm going to, I'm going to get up 30 minutes earlier. Like you were saying in our podcast, like before everybody else gets up Mm -hmm. and spend some time with me, because in those times, that's when I get the most clarity and I feel the stress levels like dropping off
0: for sure it alone. But I think they really are crying out for help. And then the last line it says, why can't I just, uh, rack out so that I can, I can get it taken care of, uh, while I'm taking care of the crisis.
2: Yeah. I think that I think that you don't necessarily have to accept help from your family mm. um, I think a lot of times those are the most difficult people to accept help from so there's always these preconceived notions and judgments and filters and perspectives that are coming to the table and a lot of times it comes from a place of love um, so I'm not saying that this is the case for anybody I'm not saying to talk to your family if that's what's something that makes you feel comfortable but if it doesn't make you feel comfortable then find like you you can't like you shouldn't go through it yourself you need right. an expression of everything that's going on on the inside and so if if that's you and you don't find comfort in doing that with your family because of whatever reason then get a therapist join a mastermind like what you're doing with this group of shanti like find something that that will allow you to with no judgment share the way that, the way that you're feeling and I think the pressure that you're feeling to for you I, I think that that's just societal and and sometimes it's you know maybe maybe it is something to work through I don't know the situation um but uh, I I would say don't feel pressure to make sure that like you're okay with it being your family.
0: Yeah, and one of the things I'll say is um we are in a safe space and one of the things I if you get to know people through the comments and the posting in the group is once you have you know a relationship with someone, maybe it is a once every two weeks jumping on the phone or a Zoom call so you can have a face to face, because it is true when like family carries baggage, and mm-hmm. so um, if you do feel comfortable reaching out to your family, if that's what you know, a lot of people have that one person that's their ride or die. It might right. not be necessarily be the husband, the wife, or the boyfriend, girlfriend, sister, brother. It could be a cousin that lives in another state. Great, you know, go handle it. However. Um, it's, it's totally okay to, to do it alone, but do have an outlet. So we have that here for you.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
0: Thank you. All right. So next question. Uh, how do you say no in a respectful manner? Kristen asked this. For me, my, my self-care goes out the window. Having a group slash tribe around who understands so critical. How can I build that at almost 40 so um, how do you say no um, yeah that's a good question
2: um, uh, Tim Ferris actually has an entire chapter in his new book tribe of mentors mm-hmm. that's dedicated to this topic so I highly recommend picking that up um, and because this is Tim Ferris that we're talking about here so he tells a story about how he reaches out to his insane network of top performers right billionaires athletes celebrities mm-hmm. all these people. And he gets rejection letters back from a lot of these people who are too busy to put stuff into his book and different things like that. So he actually takes their rejection letters, got their permission to put, like, take their rejection letters and put them into the back of his book. Like so you can see exactly how busy people um, say no, but say it in a respectful manner. Yeah. So um, I could give a couple things that I do, uh, but uh, I, I think that would probably be your probably be your best bet is to pick up that resource because it's, it, there's a lot of different ways and ultimately just comes from like a level of comfort that you have. But it's definitely something that I've had to learn to do with the the show gaining in popularity and different things like that. Because before I had to beg people to come on my show, you know, I was doing three interviews every wow, week. So yeah. it was a lot of work to try to go out and get people and bring them on and then schedule and then produce and, and all that kind of stuff. And so now it, it's to the point where I'm, I'm doing three episodes a week, but only one of them is an interview. And so with the show growing in popularity and then the, the supply also being smaller, I get a lot of people reaching out and different things and I have to say no to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the bottom line is, I think that if you're afraid of saying no, it comes with the inner feeling that you have to, um, uh, you're, you're still worried about what the other person is thinking about you in terms of like you because i i struggle with that because I, I hate when people feel that i'm like arrogant or cocky or selfish and it's always just something that i've just kind of battled being like in sports and all those things growing up i, I never wanted anybody to have that vibe for me right. and so when i turn people away i feel like that's the vibe that i'm giving off is like no you're not important enough type thing but it's not at all what I'm where I'm coming from mm-hmm. um, and I got so worried about it for so long that I would actually say yes instead of saying no because I didn't want anybody to, 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 to feel that way about me right. um, but then it was damaging my own show like creating problems for me to have to like filter through before I shared with my audience and it was just this this like internal struggle of like how do I tell somebody no but eventually you just got I, I just had to come down to the point where like I was secure enough in myself knowing that my entire intention. intention is not to come across like an arrogant douchebag and I I hope I can like give that you know air across when I when I write it up but ultimately like I can't spend any more time thinking about what that person feels when they experienced some uh, interaction with me
0: when it comes to self-care saying no to other people means saying yes to you Hmm. and because why you know we always talk about like if if your cup is dry how are you going to like drink Right. If you give all your water away. And so saying no actually is. Yes. I mean, and there's a level of being negatively selfish. Right. If you if your husband wants to go out on a date and you're just saying no, because you want to watch TV, but you're really not tired. Like you need to DVR and give your husband some time. That's saying yes. Right. Mm -hmm. But if you're if you're super stressed and you just need time to yourself and you need to breathe or you need to meditate or you need to get up like I do early in the morning. To, to have my time to myself, saying no to something else mm-hmm. that would happen at that time in the morning is saying yes to you. So yeah. I want to make sure you can kind of, you know, it's in addition to what you said is like giving you freedom. By you saying no to certain people, it was saying yes to something else that was going to put you further. Right. So yeah. family is a lot in here. Let me, I'm going to try to double this up. One, it says... Christina says, how do you get your family, extended family to recognize your boundaries without having to get mean? But I think you can go how do you get your family to recognize your boundaries without getting mean? I'm still on no thing because boundaries means yeah, no, but right. I guess we can get a quick answer for that.
2: Yeah, it's so hard because there's I don't know the context to that situation yeah, or whatever. Um but I yeah, I, I would just I mean I, I would just I'm 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 very much a, like where my emotions on my sleeve kind of kind of a guy mm-hmm. um so you know it, it depends <laughs> we're, on
0: we're very similar yeah
2: <laughs> uh, so it, it really depends on on the situation but uh, if if it's like really bad to where it's actually damaging your productivity and like your life um if it's possible like i would say move like don't have them have the ability to do that like you move away from your family, like nobody's showing up on Thursday night for like movie night mm-hmm. uninvited anymore. You know Facts. what I mean? <laughs> so like that's a huge, a huge reason just to get super practical. But again, it's hard to answer without all the context of the situation.
0: Yeah. So here's um this, this, these next two questions kind of go hand in hand. So I love, i uh, sorry. I love these answers. What I'm saying. Linda says, I struggle with making strong friendships. I have friends. But what are some good ways to take them to the next level? Basically, dependable friends. And then this kind of goes in line with it. Princess asks, how do you really find the people who will be for you and in your corner?
2: Hmm. Uh, So I'll start with the second one first, because I think that answer is a little bit shorter. Uh, Finding people that are for you and in your corner, I think, comes down to doing things that you like to do like whatever that means for you. Um, Mm -hmm. like if you enjoy photography, then find a local meetup of a bunch of other photographers who are out there trying to do something with photography. For me, I enjoy business. I enjoy podcasting. Like I enjoy those things. So I go to industry events. I go to, I join, I pay money to join masterminds. Like I put myself in those situations to get around people that I can then communicate with. Cause like, here's the thing. I, I love my family to death, and I love like my, my friend circles. A couple of my friends grew up the same way that I did work, and now we're on the same page currently as well. Um, and uh, And I've known them since I was three years old. They're like brothers to me. But we don't vibe in terms of like what we do in our careers. Like they do just regular like nine to five type work and are cool with it. And I'm not that way. So like Mm -hmm. when I try to explain a certain situation, like they can bro down about it and drink some beer and play some video games, get my mind off it. But in the end, they can't truly understand like what's happening in in, in my like inside, what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking. And so for me, getting around other people who have similar experiences and outlooks allows me to connect with somebody deeper and faster. Because like there's there's so much commonality there, so I just took a group of people out to Thailand for five days and and did a, I hosted like a destination retreat. He didn't there. take me. Just, yeah. just FYI. <laughs> next time, next time. <laughs> um, and uh, it's like 20, 22 of us out there, and uh, man, the connections that we cultivated while we were there was amazing. Because a couple of things happened. We got around like-minded people who have similar like experience and context and uh, emotions. And then uh, we got out of our way of life, our, our, our milieu, we got out of um, our routines and put ourselves on the other side of the world to then like allow us to have that shield down to where like the connection was much, much easier. Um, So if you can do those types of things, like that's, I'm, I'm huge about my whole brand. As you know, it's called build your network because Um, There's so many people suffering from like loneliness depression anxiety in a world where we are the most connected than we've ever been literally Mm. and it makes zero sense to me and so my whole brand is built on like building genuine human connection with people and those are a couple of things that I figured out is getting people out away from things that they're used to and putting them in an environment with a bunch of other people who think the same way that they think allows you to build just instant and lifelong deep connections with other people. Yeah.
0: It's interesting you say that because we're doing a destination transformation weekend in the South of France and that awesome. entire weekend. I mean, we're so similar. We need to do something together, but For sure. um, that entire weekend is, well, yeah, I'm going to give a couple keynotes, but more importantly, it's about working with other people to find out how, because there could be something that you're struggling with, but you're that, that you, and there can be something that you're struggling with and something that you're really great at but the thing that you're great at helps
2: the other struggle, uh, the of, struggle yeah, and right. then
0: vice versa and so we're going to really get into a lot of um action-oriented team building that's something that you're doing with the safe spaces with the safe spacers, and out there in um in the south of france because transformation happens when you take action yeah. and so um again <laughs> if you stay in your comfort zone you're only you're being a spectator on life and, yeah and um, this is about taking action.
2: So go to that. Do whatever you can to go to that because that's <laughs> going to you know. yes. literally, literally change your life. I promise you.
0: Um, okay. And I
2: know you asked a question before that it first one. Both of okay, them. cool. Yeah, you answered both cool. of them.
0: All right. So my final question comes from Janata. She said, I was thinking about this last night. I like that. <laughs> I love the thought. Yeah. Uh, we're in thought with you. <laughs> I was thinking about this last night. I know I'm not for everybody, but it bothers me at time when I'm nice friendly to people and they don't return to friendliness but then you look around and those same people are aloof with me those same people that are aloof with me are very friendly, friendly with around others joking around having a good time carrying on conversation I often wonder what is wrong with me where they can't express the same kind of behavior and I know that's deep so you're probably gonna have to do some like surgical hmm. digging yeah. in your answer but I think it's a good question to, to finish on because um it it kind of encompasses a lot. And mm-hmm. so I think it encompasses a lot of what people in the safe space could be going through. Yeah. And you might be able to open their eyes to that.
2: So I would say those people aren't your tribe. Hi, I'm Daniel founder of pretty litter. Um, now tactically yes there are some things that you can do in terms of like tonality body language mm-hmm. learning proper like learning good que- learning good questions to ask people how to connect with people and that I think is just a skill set that comes over time and maybe studying like pick up a book um Uh, What's it called? Captivate uh, by Vanessa Van Edwards. It's a book on body language, how to know like what social vibes you're giving off to other people. But I think ultimately what it's going to come down to is like those people just aren't your tribe. Mm -hmm. Like if you are in a situation where like you don't feel like you're connecting with everybody else, like they're connecting with each other, then and again, I don't know the context of the situation, but maybe that's not the place that you should be. Like maybe it has nothing to do with you or them or the fact that you guys aren't like buddy, buddy. But time where I feel like I'm with my people, I don't really feel that way. Um, and, and I think it depends also on the environment as well, meaning like do they have a prior connection where you're stepping into a situation where like these people have known each other for 10 years and you're the new person to the group? Because like you can't expect to have the same connection that they're going to have right off the bat if they've known each other for a long period of time. So, I think it first comes with just an assessment of the situation, like understanding what the what the dynamics are and then also an assessment of like who you're trying to attract into your life. And then figure out if there's any way that you can kind of improve in the meantime. But um, I like just going with my gut here, I would say it's probably nothing that you're doing and it's probably just the fact that you're not with your people. So do whatever you can to get around your people. Like find ways to connect with a safe space or something I do with my mastermind um, and people that are in my group that I recommend for anybody is go to calendly.com, get yourself a, a scheduling link. It's free, I think, for your first event. So you can make one scheduling link block off a 10 to 15 minute spot in your calendar and shoot it out to all the other members of the group um, that, that you're in because Sean's created an amazing space for everybody to come in here and connect and do the very things that you're asking about um, but a lot of times when we, when we, uh, are paying to be a part of something, we feel that, uh, it's incumbent upon the organizer to do all the connecting for us. And it's not, you're going to get out what you put into it. And so if you're in a, in, in this group of all these other safe spacers, um, and have this environment to be able to connect with people, but you just haven't felt that, um, then be proactive instead of reactive and go build yourself practically, go build yourself a Calendly link. Drop it in the group and schedule a bunch of phone calls with some people in there and see if there's any way that you can help serve. Don't think about yourself. Only think about ways that you can serve the group and give back. And I promise you, you're going to start building some connections with people that you never even thought you'd be able to meet.
0: And I will say, um, in addition to that, like the, I've grown the most by teaching what I know. And when you teach what you know and you pay attention to the student, that's why now, even with my team, even though I'm leading a team, sometimes I'm, I put myself in the classroom. Every single person that I hire, there's something I really look up to them about and they can be a boss to me, in mm-hmm. quotes. They can be a boss to me for, and mm-hmm. that way I'm learning from them as I go. And it's a, it goes back to that proactive approach. It's, you know, I'm proactively telling you, okay, great. I can give you the information. How do you put it into action? Meet other people, teach people what you know, and obviously, a weekend like I do, a weekend like you do, it just brings together so that you can actually internalize and put into action the things that you learn. Um, thank you, Travis. Of course, you're man. awesome. That was um, awesome. Thinking we have an amazing friendship happening here. Uh, so, Travis Chapel. Uh, you can find him on Instagram. T r a v i s c h uh, a p p e l um anything else that you can tell the team the safe space team and uh how to find you more
2: podcast is number one i am coming out with a youtube channel um so that's why i'm trying to do a lot more of these in-person ones um to put everything more in a visual way Um, but i want to leave you guys with this just because it's on my heart and i feel like um I, i feel like this is a message that i want that i that i want to get out there so badly um, do, and I know I already said this, but I really want to hit it home. Do whatever you can to get out to, to Sean's retreat that he's hosting. Um, <clears throat> a lot of people look at, a lot of people value money over time. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think that that's a mistake. And so if you're looking at, you know, an investment for a weekend like that and trying to figure out how can I make it work, but you know, deep down that it's something that you should be at, then do whatever it takes to make it work. Cause I promise you. It's gonna deliver results. Like it's not just something that I'm saying like hocus pocusy. Like it is like for sure science that when you take yourself out of your normal routine and get around other like minded individuals, you'll find deep connection and deep friendships with those types of people. So um, that's the last thing I want to leave you guys with is, is do whatever you can to make it. Up.